five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody. Hello. To the Avant Apologist. It's episode discourse first cast ever uh, episode. We're rebranding. We're rebranding. As uh. Unaccep- unacceptable unacceptable. I was, or maybe neckbeard and the red neckbeard and the red <laughs> that's a good one too i like that a lot um we're just testing the waters for this one and always uh, always testing the waters we're always testing the waters um something that i was thinking of uh with the start of this podcast um that i'm so excited about it, like the reason why i'm so excited for it is a lot of podcasts are just two people talking and agreeing with each other. And, and we... And Ken and I... We like uh, to set the trig traps. We're going to set some traps. <laughs> um, so Ken and I have known each other for about 20 years, and we have a lot of fun agreeing and disagreeing, and we want to uh, bring that hype to you. We want to show you fuckers how to do it, mm-hmm. because nobody... We seems like nobody can do it anymore. We want to show some discourse... Um, between different kinds of, of views, see where we can uh, overlap, see where we can have some discourse, some hot discourse. And uh, we're going to be talking about culture, uh, political shit, and just all kinds of... Uh, Prequel memes. All kinds of memery. Oh, fuck. I'm just fixing this. <laughs> uh, no, leave it going. Go. They need to hear this. Okay. okay. Uh, we worked hard to bring this to you. So last night, one of my tweets went viral. Um, it was a critique of liberal feminism, and this morning my mentions were just out of control. Um, Imagine if every morning that was your Twitter. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, that's why I don't like Twitter. What about those people with like tens of thousands of followers that are just like devoted to being mad? Yeah. And that's like that's I called out someone for that. I was like, I think you're like committed to being mad. Who should we should we not go there? I don't even remember the name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying like some people were trying to like say that I was like trivializing someone else's experience and like I think a lot of um oh yes I know this (laughs) example. (laughs) Well, I think a lot of political discourse right now is like um about being valid and like people having like validating each other's experiences and so like everyone's always obsessed with like whether they can appear valid like if you do this then you're valid <laughs> like i haven't even that hasn't even reached me yet oh so really? that's like from Maybe your part like of the sphere yeah. yeah i i stay away from twitter yeah that's probably for the best because i feel like i'd get destroyed i just don't want to jump in yeah i think twitter is like the is a sphere where we all kind of get destroyed in some way i guess so yeah um sometimes it's fun sometimes it's not it makes me so anxious and like depressed and when you're, like, waiting up at night to, like, reply to some noob, like, whose comment, it's like, no, like, what are you, what am I doing, you know? Well, now I realize, like, there's, like, a sort of etiquette that I, like, wasn't made aware of. Like, there's, um... Oh, is there? This could be a game changer. <laughs> well, like, now it's, like, for I got, like, balled out for quote tweeting someone. Is that bad? Doesn't everyone they're do that? Like, yeah, like, you're sending... Oh, I see where you're going with this. ...and whatever, and I'm like, okay, like, this is a... F- function like this is a tool's website um (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i don't understand if you don't want to be quote tweeted then why are you uh tweeting in the first place like yeah he was kind of uh weird i thought that was like even further but anyway you know who you are yeah whatever (laughs) like some like handle with like an anime avatar oh don't talk shit about my culture (laughs) (laughs) uh God bless anime. I don't even have an avatar on Twitter. Yeah, 
My name is my name is my. Mm, don't say that. <laughs> I'll stand up for people, but I have to put myself above them. You know, that's a common thing I do with lots of different groups. Um, my name is. Why don't you write about love in like? Oh my really? god! That's I didn't I'm so. D- that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, you didn't even realize I what it was. It was like some <laughs> Russian <laughs> hockey player. Or yeah. No. That I. I I must admit I really like it, uh, and but it's not something I do now. It was something I would have done when I was more sincere. So you know, you get that little image of your old self. It's beautiful, isn't it? Have you written about love recently? I have pages and pages. Look at that book. That book is full of writings about love. Maybe if you guys are lucky, one day we'll share. I'll do some slam poetry about love. Um, I have a really hard time writing about love. Yeah, I don't even know what that would look like. Ken and I are both oh yeah. Um, I'm sure that'll come up at some point. But yeah, when I write music, I find it so much easier to write like mopey mm-hmm. stuff than writing about love. And I yeah. always want to write like a love poem for my boyfriend. And I ne- <laughs> I've never. Yeah. Like, it's tough in this economy. In this economy. <laughs> but no, it it's always tough to try and I've been trying to shed the irony, mm-hmm. but but I I wasn't even. Because I was always trying to write and be the coolest, right? Yeah. And failing. But that shedding irony is even harder, so I don't write, basically. I'm just coming up with excuses. Oh, yeah. I'm def- I definitely write a lot less now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think also, like, it could be an age thing. Like, in high school, you're just, like, filled up with, like... That thing, yeah. Overwhelming angst. Yeah. Like I, I, I'll always... I'll defend that to my death, though. No, I know. I think... Okay. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally... I know you're, you're I charitable. Agree. It's yeah, fair. Like <laughs> I think a lot of adolescent feeling is like so strong yeah like when you're 14 you feel some real shit Mm -hmm. it's just it's so easy to like make fun of the way it's expressed yeah i think a lot of times like i make fun of my past self a lot because like i look back and some stuff is like genuinely outrageous like some of the stuff i believe oh really yeah thought about like you know when i was like now people started dating at a really young age did they I'm still like not doing that. (laughs) Boyfriends just seem like the most important thing in the world. Oh, but those feelings are so fucking strong. They're they're strong. Even clinically, like they're just fucking strong. Uh, But yeah. But now, like it's like when you look back at it, it's like, okay, obviously I'm not. But but that's so sweet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Maybe maybe we all should have. Yeah, shout out to our high school love interest. Uh, we're like you were like I'd say shit that they didn't think was necessary to say. <laughs> you know that whole thing. Like Twitter. Finding Here's the balance. Real life is like Thank Twitter. God I didn't have Twitter when I was 16 because oh I would be canceled. Same. I'd be dead right now. I, I used to run um, a newspaper at my high school and uh, like I look back at some of the stuff I published and it's just horrendous. In the school newspaper? Yeah. How did you get away with it? If it was or or it's just like not sophisticated, like cringe. not up to your level. Yeah. yeah. Or like like there'd be fa- like causes that I thought I w- that were so like morally righteous and they'd be really stupid. Um not necessarily stupid. I, again, I don't want to like put teenagers down for believing yeah. in things. Like, I I'll criticize you. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I, it's very admirable, and I think also it's like starting at a young, younger age now, where people are becoming like more aware of their. I had a Facebook account with the most fucked up statuses <laughs> that I deleted, <laughs> but Facebook has that in their back pocket. So if I ever get famous, they're gonna totally like museum that shit. Yeah, that's the future. It's that's <laughs> There's gonna be no more rock stars. Everyone's sca- like you, nobody's cool when you can see what they wrote when they were 14. You know yeah. what I mean? There's no mystique. I know. Well, I I wonder if that correlates with like the lack of good rock music. And Damn. Like what? Like people are afraid of like 
the backlash of living in this of area. stepping into the public eye yeah like stepping into the public eye now is so much more risky like yeah i just recently had a break though. like i put some autism on youtube and i i'm i identify i if you can't tell i'm kind of autistic so yeah. i have license i have the a pass um, um it's it's fine <laughs> Um, but 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 like it was really important to me to like step into the public eye and and you know because I was hiding from the world and I was hiding from my past and it wasn't healthy. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, it's well, I don't know. Like, I think now, for instance, like I I have this thing like every few months where I look at my tweets and stuff and I'll be like, all right, time to reset everything, and then I'll just like yeah, all my tweets because I'll be like yeah. <laughs> I'm not agree with myself. You know the people that get tripped up for like something that's perceivably racist they tweeted in like 2010. Yeah. What did they not? Is that like the boomer thing? Like they don't think to delete their tweets or like? Yeah, I don't know. Like that's what I think too. Because I'm like, why would you keep tweets up from like high school? Yeah. Like everyone's so dumb. Maybe it's just it's not on their mind. Yeah. Well, even like undergrad when I was an undergrad, I'm like. But you know, th- this is an age-old conclusion. But like in five years, we're, I'm gonna look at myself and be like, oh fucking hell. I know. But then that's the thing. Like, how old should you be when you step into the public eye? And I was like, if I'm 25, that's old enough. Yeah. Time, you yeah. know. No, for sure. And I think like that's um, <laughs> at some point you just gotta do it. Yeah. And so that's what we're here. So here we are, world. Here we are. Um, but yeah, I totally get the uh, like it's it gets genuinely tiring. I think. Yeah. When people are like trying to pick you apart and like i think what the issue is is like first of all things are very black and white like people try to make things very black and white with morality and i think that's a kind of morality we've inherited here from the past um oh shit not to like bash the christian no no i have a whole thing about like so i feel like we're moving into like almost (laughs) post post ethics or something like it's gonna change because oh we could get i could get into real trouble here but a lot of like Things that are perceived as wrong may have may have made sense at one point in a in a way that you know is yeah. really yeah I don't have the tools to articulate that on episode three but you know <laughs> maybe one day no but I think like we we still um, view morality through like the lenses that we inherited it from and mm-hmm. so like absolutist morality was very popular under like the founding of say like Canada and the United States like this kind of uh, Protestant ethic that's like mm-hmm. very black and white and it's also very moral like hyper moralist in the sense that it's like you're not only evaluating people's actions you're evaluating their whole character and like you ascribe certain actions to like an entire personality mm-hmm. and then you say like okay well uh this person did this which means that they are this mm-hmm. instead of like they did this and that action. are you talking about like um the r- the american constitution well, yeah, the American Constitution, like, it wasn't explicitly Christian, obviously, they they were secularists, but the kind of morality articulated in it was, like, definitely inherited from Christianity, um, and so was a lot of, like, Western legal thought, like, just comes from the same <laughs> as well. Yeah, I'm going to pretend that I know that, <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, the, the thing people do a lot of, they appeal to human rights, and then, like, who, what kind of dick it's going to be, like, that's not a human right, or, like, but where does this certainty come from? That's a really interesting conversation in like ethics and meta ethics, human rights. Because yeah. Um, I think part of that does come from Christianity in the sense that there's this idea that nature, like these certain morals have always existed and they can be found in nature. And like morality has is a, like a two-sided uh, sort of thing. So w- part of it ascribes you responsibilities and the other part 
subscribe to rights mm-hmm. and those rights like are a contingent on other people following their responsibilities yeah and so it, like it it appeals to my like intuition that that's like a a false duality or something like they're actually the same thing kind yeah. of thing i mean there's different like we like to binarize things but yeah. that's a huge <laughs> like yeah i think binarizing things is like it makes um you know it it uh, feels better in our heads because it t- like puts things on the shelf kind of neatly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but have you ever had a body of knowledge that you think is is fundamentally four dimensional? Like, if you think about what a fucking thing to say, but if you, it's th- <laughs> <laughs> <Getting laughs> like right, Mila. Minutes into the <laughs> but um, pod. what the fuck am I sitting on? Little batteries. Uh, if you think about like music genres, I remember one of your old bays said like they're. Or no, one of your old bay's brothers said that your old bay only likes the hardest and the lightest of music. Okay. And I thought to myself immediately, being the little contrarian, well, that's not a good representation because, like, obviously there's more dimensions than than a spectrum. Mm-hmm. But then even three dimensions is not enough. And, yeah. So I, I had this, okay. like, weird intuitive grasp of or, it like, idea of, of what a four-dimensional model of music genres would be. Mm-hmm. I also think ethics is a very real thing like i kind of conceive of it as like a a dimension that we have some grasp on like everyone's been in the room where the vibe is fucked but like our view of it is so we're prone to get it wrong so that's why i think there is like something an almost objective ethics somewhere yeah it's genuinely ethics is hard like as someone who majored in philosophy and like took ethics i it's really not like as cut and dry as I think a lot of people and again like I'm not ascribing this to one part of the political spectrum or one group of people I think it's just genuinely hard for everybody to navigate yeah Um, especially like I mean human rights is a really good example I think um, right now it's serving as the very useful construct in international law Mm -hmm. um, which like I think the way that we're treating it is like we kind of have this collective idea that treating the treating it as if it were true is good for us and that's why we're doing it and it it makes me think of like i'm reading this book right now called the evolution of god and he's talking about um how religions developed and stuff like that yeah and um he talks about how like there were ways that like there were practices that people did and he was interrogating whether, like, everyone that did the practice actually believed in, like, the inherent truth of that practice or whether they just knew it was good for social cohesion. Yeah, like, religion's a classic yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like... Mr. We Mac. Do, well, we do that with morality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We do that with morality, to him, too, yeah. for sure. Like, I mean, like, there's... Um, oh! Like, I think there's, like, just certain morals that it's like, okay, well, we... I don't know if there's, like, a god that can reveal this ethic to me, but I know that now I'm going to sound like a Kantian. Um, I know that, like, (laughs) I know that, like, if this was, like, a rule that we were to abide by um, or that I would, like, want to apply and, like, generalize in numerous situations, um, then... There was a great... Can I interrupt? There was a great moment on uh, when Anna was on the portal um, where she described something as cunty, and Eric said... uh, Tell me how that's Kantian. <laughs> it's <was laughs> really funny. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, it's. I mean, it's um. Just for the record, I am not a Kantian. Like, don't ascribe that. To don't me. at me. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't at me. But, but um, but yeah. I mean, I think that like we kind of want to um practice things that we think are going to be 
to our benefit and like to the benefit of things being orderly and when i say orderly i don't mean it in like a fascist sense i mean it more in a way that like um we don't get a lot of surprises in our day-to-day life so like we know how to plan for things and we know um there are certain behaviors that we expect others yeah. to do so that we can behave in a certain way yeah and so i think that like that underlies a lot of today's current legal frameworks including human rights um stuff like that so that's my two cents uh, yeah that's now i'm gonna be like Dude, I look back, I have only recently learned to be nice in the last, like, two years. Like, I look back at how bad I was to people and how, like, embarrassed they were, and I was so autistic. Like, I was not aware of how my actions were affecting people. Yeah, I mean, like... Do you ever ever have those scenarios where you get, like, a click of understanding about what was actually happening in the room? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, I I don't know, because, like, for me, like, I don't have this kind of same mental state. No, I mean, like, I mean, different, uh, I feel like different mental illnesses or, I don't know what, like, if you... Are you calling me mentally ill? No, no, I don't know, like, <laughs> oh, I don't know you what the into for... Yeah, 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 what would you call autism? Um, I don't, like, it's up to you to define it as... Fuck yeah, that's what I love. I'm, yeah. I'll do a Twitter poll later. <laughs> <laughs> what is autism? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but... I mean, like, I think there, for me, like, I have a lot of anxiety, and, like, I think there's been a lot of social scenarios where, like, I felt that more was expected of me than there actually was. Yeah, that's a classic. No, I don't mean to, like, trivialize, but, like, 18-year-olds have that hard, like, they think walking into a kitchen, like, they're going to be so judged on, like, every bow and, like, or whatever. (laughs) Man. Yeah, exactly. So that was, like, always an issue for me. Like, and I was like, wait, like, should I talk here? Yeah. The amount of life that gets wasted worrying about that is, if you were to add it all up, it'd be, like, a huge, huge amount. Large cube. Yeah. If you were to put the universe in a tube. (laughs) You uh, you shouldn't put it. You you wouldn't want to put the (laughs) universe in a tube. You wouldn't want to put a universe. What a manifestation of our culture. Um... You know, it's a blanket thing to say. Reddit's gotten, like, really shitty recently. No, no, it hasn't. I'm sorry, Reddit. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a force <laughs> of... Yeah, I don't want to be one more negative. Um, so, and there's a lot of good memes from the pe- uh, the prequels. Okay, yeah. I I don't go on Reddit that much, but when I do go on it, I actually do enjoy it. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not oh, bad. why don't I go on Reddit more often? Um, why don't you? I don't know. Like, do you I have sh- an account? When I'm, yeah, like when <laughs> oh, I'm okay. sitting what? down and like on my phone or on the computer, like I never think, oh, okay, I'm gonna go on Reddit. It's more chill than Twitter, because if you're in in the subreddits that you want to be part of, you don't, you're not faced with as much of a barrage of mm-hmm. conflict. But then if you go to like the world politics, it's like you know, yeah. Anywhere. Well, something that's cool about Reddit is like because there are subreddits. There's like certain assumptions that you already walk into the discussion having that you can just set aside and then um, you're like, okay, so this, like assuming this, then this. And like you all have the same set of like pre-existing assumptions. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to like reestablish the basics again yeah. and again. Whereas like in Twitter, like anyone can see it and then they might insert themselves into a conversation and I used to have this guy that followed me on Twitter that I just blocked. On I've heard about this guy. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and like he would just insert himself into like really unrelated like discussions that are not that don't pertain to him at all. And so he wouldn't have the same sort of um, understanding and yeah. understandings because they would be like cultural discussions, for instance. And he was like, not a part of my culture. <laughs> um, and so like <laughs> I, too, love the Lebanese. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's uh, just like you know I like I just hate. jump in and be like, I love shawarma. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> no, I'm that's kidding. heavy. That would that's be really bad. Um, that's that's, a, that's a common thing. Like whenever. Um, oh really? People ask my ethnicity and I say like I'm Lebanese. So there was a guy on the SkyTrain yeah. talking about how drunk he was on the C bus, and he was like, "Dude, I was so Irish last night," and like the whole row was like cringing in the line, like. Like the, it oh traveled, the shockwave of cringe traveled through the, the whole bus. It was like, and he kept going too. It was like 20 minutes of this, and I was like dying. <laughs> I was like leaning over, like, no, stop. Oh I think the people that make us cringe the hardest are the people that remind us of ourselves a little bit. Yeah, that's I, heavy. I totally agree with that. Well, um, that's bad. Like when I see some like opportunistic dickhead making YouTube vlogs, and I'm like, this is kind of me. Well, <laughs> I was just talking about this with someone, so like, I. I, like, recently started getting really into Lana Del Rey's music. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, okay, it's weird that I hadn't gotten into it before. And then I realized, like, her musical, obviously her vocals are way nicer than mine, but, like, her sort of musical aesthetic is very similar to mine. Like, the sort of, like, sad girl, like, um, but, like, the, like, super feminine sad girl look. Um, Yeah, no, but then I was, like, Okay, like, why was I such a hater? Like, like summertime sadness sounds like something I would write. <laughs> like that phrase reminds me of Davy Havoc, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, another one of my greatest influences. Oh. <laughs> I, I used to, like, want to look like Davy Havoc. It's a look. It's a, it's it's a, a look, look for right? sure. Like, but then I was like, I might, like, get socially ostracized. <laughs> so I'm not Yeah, I wonder if how it affects his daily life. Yeah. I've been wearing a pink headband recently, and that's... Dude, it's 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 I'm reading too much into it as I do, but it does like if I walk into a Starbucks with my hood up l- in a bad mood, they're like, "Look at this white dickhead." And then when I take my hood down and there's a pink head, they're like, "Oh, he's part of the club. He's, he's <laughs> one of us now." And it's like I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'm part of the club, guys." And they're immediately nicer to me. I don't know if this is in my head or what. It's probably, but what? I mean, I think like, um, this is like a kind of neurosis that like a lot of us have, but like it's also like it could be like a little bit, yeah, like, a little bit in your head. Um, I don't know. I the crime and punishment that scene, I yeah. I haven't read past it where he's walking on the sidewalk. Sidewalks are made for neurosis. They're so small. Oh, that's notes from the underground. Notes from the. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Uh, I still haven't read that, but I've just remember like reading half of it and like laughing. So for our listeners, um, there's a a book that was like my teenhood favorite, um, called Notes from the Underground by Dostoevsky. And there's a a part in the book where he's talking about his neurosis from, like, when he's walking down the sidewalk and he sees someone walking towards him. And he feels super neurotic because he doesn't know if he should move out of the way or if the other guy should. (laughs) Do you feel that on the sidewalk? Yeah, I I feel that so heavy. And then I I honestly, like, evaluate their entire positionality. (laughs) <laughs> and and it like affects what it, like the way I'm I, I navigated it. It's really crazy. It's a whole world of neurosis. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's newsworthy is there was a bunch of cop cars near my house yesterday. Oh right. I came home and I saw a bunch of cops and I was kind of paranoid. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're pro guns. Oh, my God. So, so I'll get there. So and what you're saying <laughs> is. <laughs> and so there were a bunch of cop cars, and it was because. Consider um, the lobster. There was this, this lady that was living near my house, and uh, this guy just went and um, 
like sat in her house and she asked him to leave and he wouldn't and we should film a sketch <laughs> i mean we should ask her we can interview her yeah well this is so no. to make a funny <laughs> youtube video about a home invasion no, no, like a Tridley's her. video um, oh when, my when God. she when he won't leave. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but anyway, so like that kind of freaked me out because it's right by my house. And um, I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, well, it wouldn't be scary to everyone. And she, she was like, yeah, like if he came into Ken's house. Like yeah. <laughs> Ken I mean, it'd be scary, but it'd be different. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, uh, yeah, Ken would in, in become friends with him. And <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Maybe they'd start a band. <laughs> <laughs> I asked someone to just try to get a band today. Oh, no. Who? Well, he... I, I liked his status, and then he sent me some live chilies, and we had a little discourse. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then I was thinking, like, should I get a gun just in case, like, someone breaks oh, into but Oh, that's scary, though. I know, but then I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm watching too much What about American Brass Knuckles? Politics. Brass Knuckles. Yeah, that would be cool. Because, like... You can get rid of them so easily. You don't need. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you buy brass knuckles? Yo, in I the comments, know. hit me up with <laughs> like a brass knuckles dealer. Uh, um, yeah, also they're like so concealable. The, the gun laws here are very strict, like mm, compared yeah, to fucking no liberty. The I know we're the land of the unfree. Um, it's probably for the best. You can probably <laughs> get a gun here pretty easily. You can get one, but like the way that you're allowed to use is very limited. Like if someone, if but if someone's in your house, house, you have a gun. Um, I don't you have my permit. You can't shoot them unless like shoot them in the kneecaps. I've gone through so many delusional, violent, grandeur <laughs> fantasies. I have it <laughs> all mapped exactly out. Exactly what I said to my my mom and my. Shoot them in the kneecaps. I said I kneecap them. Yeah. But then the problem is bitches is don't know. <laughs> is that like people can't aim? Like it's really hard to like. Mm, yeah, so we should do the, a whole skit about this. But if you, I mean, if you're four feet away from a kneecap, yeah, that's true. I mean, there's like a lot to the because, like, I've debated this with people, and like some of them say, well, if you pull out a gun and they have a gun, yeah, that's the thing. Though, and yeah. then you're screwed. And then I'm like, well, then like you would have like maybe the ideal thing to do is to like, go through training. Yeah, like this is a lot though for like you know what I mean the scenario. I know for like a hypothetical. <laughs> Hypothetically <laughs> though, invasion. if you broke into my house and I had a gun. But sometimes when I'm walking home alone at like night and I think, okay, yeah, like it'd be cool to have a gun. Oh, that's yes, that that one could escalate so yeah, much because the if issue. there's someone behind you and you turn around and shoot them. Yeah, it's like yeah, I know for sure. And also it's like they could take it from you. What about like what about you? a gun that's like non-lethal? They should come up with that. Like a taser. No, like, they distance and, like, well-weighed. It feels good in your hand, but yeah. it doesn't kill the person. It's just, like, I mean, rubber bullet gun? Yeah. Like BB gun. Imagine having that in your... <laughs> I don't know how that works. That I don't even so know what a rubber weird. bullet looks like. Yeah. That but it's 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 convenient, because you can, like, fuck them up without killing them. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, what we're going I for, think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think, like, what it made me realize is, like, a lot of the gun discourse um, is very, like, grounded in there has to be some delusion in it because like there's so many assumptions where like it's like okay if i have a gun that's automatically going to guarantee me safety yeah instead of like like the possibility that someone could yeah. just take it from me use it against me if they have a gun and they shoot at me yeah um and so like that kind of like in deflated my like sort of fantasy of being with like there's guns that are like thumbprint activated or something. I don't know how much those cost. That's oh, hit so us up like in the comments. <laughs> oh my god, 
I think that's to prevent like the kids from shooting. Yeah, but if it's th- if it's designed to you, then yeah, then the other person can't use it against you. That's yeah. Idea. Or a gun with blanks in it. That's like all the risk with none of the. Yeah, that's too much <laughs> risk. I feel like that's like intellectually a lot to hold. Like when you're like being attacked and you're thinking like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't make me shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the ne- like a random Russian roulette order. Yeah. Like you, you fill, you load it blind. <laughs> Counting your shots. Oh my god! Yeah. Y- you, your house is a good position for like a turreted gun, though. Like it overlooks that hill. You oh have the high ground. Another pre- prequel meme. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I don't. I. I mean, we don't live in an unsafe neighborhood. We live in like the safest place in the world. We're very safe. We're very. Lucky. It's actually disappointing. We're very <laughs> Too safe. I'm wearing this pink headband, looking for a fight, and nobody's fighting me. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a pink headband to a soccer game for the first time. That'll be really interesting. I think I have the same headband. Mine's so dirty now. It's so like gross. Yeah, I need to buy a black one because it won't get dirty. Yeah, but this pink headband gives me so much power, I'm telling you. It changes every social interaction I have. <laughs> it really does. There's like an initial awkwardness, but then it makes me so much... Oh, I sound like a crazy person, but it makes me more myself. Well, or I, well fashion uh, is like... It does have that purpose. But, it, but I don't know if it qualifies. It's more like a gimmick, like a positionality gimmick that really works for me. I don't know. I don't but like for instance, like I love wha- I wear I love wearing big coats. Yeah. And like I'm like a very miniature human, and like maybe that's like also from its positionality. But does it like change? No, but does it totally? Coat. Does it change your? Like if I whip this thing out of my pocket, like the record skips and everything changes. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> if you if you know if you know me in real life, hit me up and and clarify the actual effects of this headband. <laughs> of the headband, honestly, <laughs> like I haven't really like. I think I'm used to it, and I just never yeah, I thought guess so. of it. I remember when you used to wear like a glove. Like I was I was like pushing a, it. A I was so glove. I used to make things so awkward when we were 13. <laughs> yeah. I would do the weirdest shit. One time, one time, like a parent tried to ask me, like, "Is it like a Michael Jackson tribute?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> and we just looked at each other like <laughs> oceans of culture apart, just like the most heavy cringe. We grew up in a very like heavy lies the cringe interesting time where like the internet was like just booming the internet was fucking kids up right left right this is when like parents had no idea that your ipod had internet (laughs) there were kids like on watching porn for like eight hours in their bed i i I think it's getting bad people watching ice i think it's still out i don't like i was never into like isis beheadings but people like everyone i talked to seemed like I know. Like pain Olympics and like m- self mutilation oh. and like crazy Dude, shit. One of the first <laughs> Shout out to ever MK. YouTube videos I watched. I remember this so clearly. I was in like grade five or grade six and I was at a friend's house and we watched the hanging of Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like is it different now? I think it is because YouTube's clamping down left, yeah, right, and center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when YouTube was like still relatively new. <sighs> and um, we need to talk about the YouTube alternative. <laughs> Honestly, YouTube is getting like, anyways. Uh, but yeah, it was my Flora's dad's. Like this, there was a guy I used to talk to in high school. I won't say names, but um, he spent a lot of time on 4chan. And again, like this is when I just don't at me like that. What for <laughs> it wasn't you? What? He he had like just learned what 4chan was. Oh, dude, he spent so much time on D. Oh, I and think I know who you're talking and about. And he sent me a picture from it of someone putting their hand through a meat grinder. <laughs> and that, like, just Classic internet me. memes. I was yeah. like, I'm never going on 4chan again. And then, like... My coworker's dad sent him two girls, one cup. Ew. Because people didn't, like, they didn't ethically connect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is weird, dark shit. They're yeah. just like, look at this weird shit. Sorry, exactly. keep going. I yeah. think that will... 
initially, like, I remember that's what the But he knew the, the person. <laughs> like, everyone was just, there was a shock value to it. Yeah. Like something that you don't, don't see on TV, right? Yeah. Like, I remember being at, like, like a birthday party and, like, when we were, like, 10 or 11 or something. And people would go on a website where they, like, rate people's, like, poo. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the good old. <laughs> rate. That is, yeah. And, uh, like, that was, like, a big thing on the internet. And, like, <laughs> it's just all about, like, a shock value thing. Um, and now, like, everyone's just desensitized to, like, mm. disgusting stuff. Like You know what's interesting, though? This this goes back to my idea that ethics actually are real, even yeah. if our perception of them is highly subjective. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, think about, like, some fucked up porn, right? Mm-hmm. Picture it in your head. I'd rather not, <laughs> but uh, but I'll but think about think about think about if no one's watching that, it it has a different ethical reality than if someone is watching it. Mm-hmm, and then, but if someone's watching it and getting off to it, it has yet another deeper mm-hmm. ethical reality. And I think most people would agree. Yeah, I think so. And that's the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um, there's like a sense of wrongness that people. Have. This really makes me think. I'm so sorry that I'm bringing up this man because I think he's like. Who is it? So annoying to bring up, but Jean Jacques Rousseau. Oh, I don't know. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, he b- so I, he abandoned his kids, right? He did a lot of. Really he's a very neurotic uh, philosopher, mm-hmm. and I so I uh, was a in grad school. Like for the listeners that don't know, I was a grad student, and I taught um, a conference on Rousseau, and so I've read quite a bit about his life. <laughs> But he has some really interesting stuff on, like, human nature and, like, misconduct. Like, he has something called the Discourse on Inequality. And mm-hmm. he also writes about, like, arts and sciences and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he talks about how, um, he like, we inherit this from animals where we have a sense of pity. Mm-hmm. Where, like, we can't stand to see, like, another human in pain. Like, if I'm, like, right in front of a human and they're experiencing pain, like, I, I cringe. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch it. And, like, that kind of informs our morale. Like, no one's, most people, I'm not including, like, soci- people with, like, a mental yeah. illness or something, but. Are you calling sociopaths mentally ill? I think they are. are How they dare not? you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I don't okay, know. Well, I'm mentally Sorry, ill, yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um, and, and so they, um, basically it's like, okay, well, uh, most people wouldn't harm, like, usually when people harm another person, it's so it's for like subsistence reasons or like for some sort of gain, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one just is cruel for no reason and like again like yeah, some yeah. sort of mental condition. But like um so like Rousseau kind of points that out, especially like before it was even less so before we in- invented like polite society and stuff like that, like when we were just like animals. Mm-hmm. Um and we didn't have a sense of like pride. Okay. Like oh, I don't know if I agree with that, but I'll go. Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. So, like, for instance, like, like another animal would kill another animal or wound another animal for, like, food. Yeah. Right? But they wouldn't do it for, like, revenge or they wouldn't do it to, like. Right, like right, right. For, like, right. a vendetta or whatever, right? The dominance hierarchy. Right? Like, they don't <laughs> do it to flex. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so. Oh, I mean they like might, though. Do. They yeah, might. Wolves might. But they do it to flex so that they can have a secure power and, again, like, subs- for subsistence couldn't you tie that all of us kind of i guess maybe but 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 i'm saying like um i mean i think it shows too when like safer places genuinely people have more of their basic needs met like 
Or isn't it the other way around? Sorry, that's what I mean. Like, the more people have their basic needs met, the safer yeah. uh, places are. And I, I don't think that's, like, a, a coincidence. Like, I think, like, our inclination to harm people, for the most part, is, like... Oh, that's a fascinating one. I think, well, and so, like, I think that, like, that's where, like, some ideas of morality come from, where it's, like, we have, like, innate sort of, like, discomfort at seeing people in, in pain, okay. necessarily. And that's also why I think people morally justify certain actions that might seem immoral when it's, like, done to for, like, subsist Like, let's say someone steals bread because they're hungry. Yeah. Um, and, like, they're homeless. Yeah. Versus, like, if you or I went and stole bread, yeah. people might evaluate it differently, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, again, that has to do with, like, reasons. Like, it's, like, is there a reason for what you're doing? Or are you just doing it because you're, like, kind of sociopathic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. That's something I always think about with morality. S- so, you think it's something innate that we... Cr- thinking is, like... I think that, like... Um, I mean, again, this is just one theory, and I haven't really committed myself to moral theory because um, I studied, like, I went too far in studying ethics, and it just made me, like, feel kind of... Too ethical. No, no. Actually, I think that, like, the more you study ethics, the more, like... No, it doesn't make you unethical, but I think, like, there are a lot of ethicists that are unethical. There's a famous ethicist at Yale. I won't name him, but... um, Have you told me stories about him? Well, he, like, raped someone. Oh. Like, it was like, yeah, <laughs> like, you teach ethics and you, like, yeah. do a rape. Um, but anyway, no, I think, like, w- you know, there's one theory where it's, like, we kind of build morality off of our intuitions. I'm, like, wearing a big puffy coat. It's cold and it's freezing in here. This is where I sleep on the ground, guys. Yeah, so Ken doesn't have a bed. I'll give you a neckbeard vlog. He sleeps on the ground. It's really good for your back, but I don't know. I love it. When you don't sleep, oh, we were we were on so many precipices of glory. <laughs> and now I'm like, we were we're gonna build off of them. Mm. I want. I feel like you have a fundamental point, and I f- and I intuit that it's somehow political, and I want to know what it is. I don't think it is. Like, okay. I well, is, uh, is it I a rooter? Like, not that I don't think politics and morality are intertwined. Like, they obviously are, but I think. There's a lot of unnecessary hyper-moralizing in politics when, like, a lot of stuff in politics just has to be about, like, getting things done. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, fuck. That sense shivers down my spine. But, it's but, not, but I know it's what you mean. I know what you I mean. mean. Sometimes it can be, like, both effective and moral. Yo. So for instance, it's, like, what I was saying about, like, places that are safer are usually places where people have their basic needs met. Like, when people have their basic needs met, then pl- these areas are safer to be. And so it's like, for instance, like let's say everyone has healthcare. And Disgusting. So no, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, go on. So Sorry. then you're not gonna like do unethical things to like be able to pay for your healthcare bill or whatever. Right. And so like, it's kind of intertwined because it's like it's you could say okay, well it's ethical to give people to like al- let people or assume that. What's like the difference of a quorum and a forum? I don't know. Wha- I don't what is a quorum? <laughs> you know. I don't know, but I love the way it's spelled quorum. I think it's Q U O R U M. Forum, but queer. I guess so. <laughs> queering forums. <laughs> have you have you seen like those papers that are like queering? What? No, like I haven't. That's why I don't go on Twitter. There was this. There was like an academic paper that like I mean, I don't think anyone like supported it. A lot of people were like, "This is whack," and it was like queering drones. <laughs> and it was saying that like drones are queer or something. They should be, or that they already are. 
that like they are like they're queer well obviously and if you deny that shit. you're a fucking fascist pig uh, no but I, s- I think it's just go- like shows how far like the war establishment like the pro-war establishment is willing to go to get people to like accept their like <laughs> ideology whoa 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 i can't even stretch the line this far wait so because it was like a pro-war article that oh what the weird because like do you know what pinkwashing is when you make things feminine well, to make them acceptable good guess right not feminine but queer like so oh like well they should pick rainbow washing yeah i know it's a lot Who better oh um idiots but so like a lot of like otherwise oppressive institutions will like oh oh stuff, yeah yeah we can all sense that like yeah oh, like banks is so yeah funny. the banks yeah. yeah i was listening to another podcast with angela nagel was a guest on it she's very interesting uh, which what is it called it was th- she's on red scare okay and um and so uh, this is a really old episode i c- don't remember which one it was but um she was talking about how like all these corporate like entities are sort of co-opting progressive politics and trying to seem like woke or whatever and it annoys like everyone <laughs> except for like the centrists <laughs> right no it annoys everybody yeah, but there's a select group of people that like it, like the corporate class, that, like the progressive corporate. I class. believe you, but I'm trying to think of like who. Maybe I don't know. Like leftists hate it, right? Right wing people hate it. Like yeah, I can't. That's tr- I don't know. I don't know who likes it, but someone. Some, someone maybe nobody likes it though. Wouldn't that be fascinating? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody hates. Everyone this. hates. Everyone dislikes that. Do it, yeah. They just still shove it up. Our, yeah. Anyway, um, and so they um, so Angela was making this point that like. You know, you have, like, there's a lot of, like, outrage at these banks or whatever that, like, uh, like, they'll say, like, oh, the banks are, like, pushing the gay agenda or whatever. And, um, but the thing is, is, like, gay communities, for the most part, like, are also annoyed by it. Yeah. So she's saying, like, the problem is People of culture are annoyed by it. (laughs) Well, she's like, the problem is, like, a lot of these, like, far right-wingers that get outraged at it and think that that's, like, evidence of, like, the left taking over their their problem is that they they take it at face value that these banks are being like genuine in uh mm-hmm. in pushing toward pushing this agenda and not that they're like trying to like pinkwash their act she didn't use the term pinkwash but like they're not just trying to like or rainbow wash their activities yeah because it's like these these banks like they ha- are you know complicit in a ton of like immoral actions and now they're they're trying to like virtue signal using um these sorts of like rainbow corporate tactics because it's like why does like rbc or td bank have like a in the comments float? tell us <laughs> tell us the gayest bank in the comments yeah like it, i don't know who's the gayest bank but it's like <laughs> why like why are they doing this and it's like you know none of that contributes to like making life easier for queer people like yeah it's it's just like i don't know um and so anyway so i think like the war the military industrial complex is like catching on to these tactics of course and you know like they promote things like gay people in the military trans people in the military women in the military and stuff like that i remember like there was a pink drone for like breast cancer awareness yeah <laughs> i'm like yeah I everyone guess. likes breast cancer pink <laughs> it's good i guess yeah, it's but I'm like it's funny in the in the in the, in the in the about to murder, like in the Premier League. There's people are always wearing black armbands, and I joke like every week someone dies. 
Like literally, it's like this I, is to everyone who has ever died. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like why? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably misunderstanding something. Yeah, that's possible. Sometimes I get like I don't know if this ever happens to you. Sometimes I get like really annoyed or like pissed at something. No, and I never get annoyed. And then I realize like <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know enough about it, and I should calm down and like wait for more information. I go for a walk, <laughs> and then it's like I don't care at all. Yeah. When I close my computer and walk away, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's chill. No, I, I, like, I think, like, a lot of times, like, I've just been humbled because I'm, like, okay. Like, I'll be, like, annoyed at something, and then I'll learn more about it from, like, someone that actually knows more about it than me. And then I'll be, like, oh. Oh, right. man. Even, even the thought of being humble is tiring. I think it's, like, it's good. It's good. It's if wholesome. pride wasn't such a big, like, um, obstacle. In pride. <laughs> What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, like, I think... Did he? Does Dostoevsky riff about pride a lot? I, yeah, he does. But Augustine writes it, like, it's not just pride. It's pride and oh, like Augustine. Yeah. Not Aquinas. No. Okay. No. Go on. Aquinas is a bit less neurotic than Augustine. I actually heard a sophisticated... But he got a good meal on him. He was to relax. I heard it... One of the sophisticated um, defenses of the idea of hell I've heard from my dad is that, like, hell as, like, the fiery place where if you do the wrong thing, you are just kind of arbitrarily sent there. He's like, the only people who... Uh, the conclusion I came to from what he said was that basically spite is the only sin. If you're so proud as damaging others is more important than accepting God's mercy or what... Or, you know what I mean? Spiting yeah. God is basically, like, rejecting... Yeah, well, yeah. No, I, I, I think love that's, my like, dad. like, spite is, and it's, like, damaging, I mean, okay, like, for the record, to my listeners again, like, I am, Ken and I are, are different in terms of our religious views, I'm not religious. What? You're not, pri- you're not Catholic? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I come from, like, a very diverse religious background, and I bought very too many cooks in the kitchen, and then I just chose none of them. Too um, many cooks. Yeah. Um, but I am, like, I, I still like participate in religious discourse. But anyway, so there was, um, yeah, I think, like, I, a lot of us, like, if we didn't have pride in the way, then we'd just be more willing to, like... This is actually very Frushantian. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I he used to talk about pride s- to the point where well I've... We could learn a lot. We could benefit from it because it's, like, if we're... If we stop being afraid to be wrong, and I think, like, sites like Twitter exacerbate this, or, like, the idea of debating and destroying people exacerbates this problem because it's, like, people are afraid to be, like, dragged in public. Like, they're afraid. Yeah. But it, instead of it being, like, so-and-so I learns got from someone, I got like, so-and-so is destroyed. I got, at, at some point in the last, like, four years, I got annoyed hearing about pride because it was central to my, like, worldview. And mm-hmm. I started to think, like, well, but also, like, it's, like, you could almost make a naturalistic argument for pride. And, like, honestly, I don't get off the couch other than pride. Yeah. I don't I, think that's exceptional not, either. I, don't I think, think it's that's like inherently like bad. It's probably, it's like, yeah. it's just like anything else where it's like, you know, there's th- things you can take pride in and whatever, but it's like too much of it is bad. Yeah. It's like the same with like all other virtues and vices. Like, it's like there are some things that are, they're virtuous because they're not <laughs> excessive, you know? Damn, that sounds really smart. It's Aristotle, not me. I th- I thought, yeah, I thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it's the same with like, you know, with pride. It's like it's good to like you know not let yourself go and take take pride in like who you are and like your intellectual capabilities and your appearance and whatever. But it's also like 
it, it can inhibit you from learning things from other people because you are more scared of someone like doing a witty quote tweet of you and being like yeah you know, like wait wait wait, wait. well but also when you are genuinely vulnerable and asking questions mm-hmm. like 99 percent of people love you like people yeah. are, but it's just like taking the leap but yeah i think well i just think people are, are it's, it's so much easier to have these kinds of conversations in person definitely like, yeah, yeah yeah um when you have these kinds of conversations like uh where it's like in this the form of like these Zoom the public quorum yeah <laughs> the public gladiator um then it's like a bit more difficult damn you make my case against twitter better than i do i know and yet <laughs> i'm so active on twitter i was thinking that today i was like i need to like but get you know off you know, fundamentally i think i don't have a strong position of intersectionality so right. that's why i'm not on twitter because i don't yeah. i don't do well because it's like shut up yeah, but it, it, there's so many different. You know what I recently learned is like a majority of Twitter doesn't talk about politics at all. What? Yeah, and so it's just like well, you're that just ties like into the whole thing. Like someone writes an article about like Twitter is outraged about this, and yeah. it's like a 14 liked tweet. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone's That's like so gets annoying. upset about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exactly like that, and like, um, I think also people use terms without knowing what they mean a lot and then like when they like get me yeah like I'm excel at that for instance like a lot of people don't really know what that is and then people get into like these huge shouting matches over and both of the people yelling about it don't know what it is what is it um so intersectionalism is a legal the- uh legal framework coined by kimberly crenshaw um it's been like adapted by some people who kind of suck um but i think the initial theory is pretty strong um, the initial theory posits that certain kinds of women experience sexism differently from others. So, like, a black woman experiences sexism differently than a white woman, and they experience racism differently than a black man. Yeah. Um, I think, though, like, this framework was specifically for the law, because when it comes for discrimination law, it's... H- so, Crenshaw uses a case, um, it's General Motors, where they... Um, a case of wrongful dismissal, and it was a black woman, and so... The issue was that, like, okay, well, they couldn't say it was on the basis of sex because white women were still being treated fine mm-hmm. by GM. And, oh then yeah. and then they couldn't say it was on the basis of race because black men were still being treated fine. So the framework is to say that, like, to create, like, a more holistic way of looking at identities. And I think that it actually can be very, like, non-leftist in some respects. Like, it can be very libertarian because mm-hmm. it, like, kind of cuts away at, like, some class analysis. Um, I obviously don't agree with that take, but 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 there is a point where uh, the then there's a conversation about the academic definition being different than the regularly used definition. I know, and so but like the issue. But then, like what I was saying before, ra- like language does drift, and you yeah, do have to meet drift, it. But like the problem is, is like I think that in like legal cases, it, it can still be like very useful. Okay, and so like you can't like. I don't really use it when it comes to activism. Like, I never... Because, like, it doesn't mean anything when it comes to... Act- like, for instance, when people say, like, like this thing is intersectional. Like, a thing can be intersectional. In like, other than an intersection. Like, <laughs> like when yeah, people are like, this school is, like, uh, or, like, this program is intersectional. Well, how would... Wha- like, how is program can't be how intersectional. Is why not? <laughs> because, like, intersectional is, like... Intersectionality is, like, a... a it's a quality? It's, it's No, it's an analysis. Like I don't mean, like... It's not it's like an analysis. Like yeah. You can't asp- like a person. What can't about be positionality? What? What? What about positionality? Like, if I'm talking about like Twitter, would tell me to shut up because I'm a white dude. Yeah, 
Is, would that be positionality? I think like some people use it like I, I honestly for me the way that I navigate this and I, I also have a blog post about this because I write too much. You do um, you do good stuff. Um, but there's this I'm sitting here with nothing. Go ahead, sorry. So like th- this kind like this idea of like as a you know like yeah. as a woman. As a oh meme land yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there like I mean this didn't start with feminists. It started with Descartes and like. Well, like, there's this idea that, like, people who live in a certain way have more access to, like, experiential knowledge versus, like... Okay, yeah. And so, uh, like, I think it's a very limited, though, because obviously, like, experiential knowledge is only one form of knowledge. And so if you're just, like, blanket being, like, shut up, you're a white dude, then it's, like, eh. I, I don't see what's accomplished from that. Okay, so we agree with that. Yeah, I think, like, Fuck what's yeah. more interesting to me is like if we're talking about issues that impact women um it's interesting to hear from people that like have that experience mm-hmm. um especially if you're like making policy or whatever like it just sounds um like you might have access to like some knowledge that like you don't have yeah personally like i don't have the knowledge of being a white dude and so like i learn when i talk to white dudes about their experience um, wow, I'm really touched, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> but go ahead, like sorry. I don't have the experience of being like a Catholic, right? Like, so yeah. I mean, I guess I do because I used to be, but um, anyone can be a Catholic. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah that's so it's why a we spread. kind of knowledge, and I think a lot of people, especially on Twitter, um, they don't like to be challenged, and so when they're challenged, they're gonna obviously be like, okay, w- in what ways can I bludgeon someone? with and like that's kind of goes back to my mentions being flooded by lib femmes this morning is like you know that person that tweeted um used her like experience with trauma in order to um bash a political group of people or a political person Um, (laughs) it's such a funny when i think about what what they said yeah but um i mean like again i'm not like minimizing their issues it's more just like people well, likes when things are leveraged like yeah exactly i think the issue is cynically it's when people are cynical and they leverage stuff i think there are some people that like are just coming into social justice stuff and then like they want to see how far they can take it that's that scares me though that's a white man but i mean there's no i know it's but there's but no I other way a lot to of times people cool off and mature um hopefully I don't know. I hope so. Uh, I had something else to say. Oh, okay. This ties me to some other conclusion that I come to. Like, um, if you do, like, when when people talk about what words they like to use, it kind of comes down to, like, how cool something seems. Mm -hmm. So once everyone starts using a word, it's no longer cool. And then the sophisticated people will be ahead of the curve and start using a different word. It's like culture appropriation. If you do it tastefully, no one's bothered. But if you're a stupid, obnoxious person, it really bothers everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know. It's like... Again, I think a lot of this depends on, like, the person that's doing it. And, like, one of my observations here is, like, I mean, because I'm part of the left, I see it on the left a lot more. But, like, there's also, like, I'm, again, referring to Alex Nawaste, but, like, he has this term called patriotic correctness, Mm -hmm. which I thought was so funny. It was, like, kind of, like, political correctness, but instead from, like, right-wingers, and so it's, like, if you don't, like, if you, like, talk shit about the troops or, like, Israel... Oh, yeah, the troops is a good example. And then they use that to moralize at you, like, Mm -hmm. to be, like, a how dare you, like, testing your pearls over, like, 
there and some shows have done really good satires of this like the larry david uh has this like scene in one of his shows where um everyone says to, to this troop like thank you for your service and larry just says hey how's it going and then every, like, the room goes silent. And everyone's like, I can't believe you. So, like, as though you've committed the biggest moral sin. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, what it is. Is like, people are like, okay, how can I leverage, like, this thing yeah. against someone to make them look like a bad person? And, like, every sort of person with every political ideology tries to find a way to do it. Yeah. And, like, I, that's why, I don't know, I think that it's, like, really good to push back against it, not as, like, a phenomenon of a certain political... Uh, mm. ideology but rather it's like a human phenomenon that's annoying yeah like <laughs> I, I i something I, I also picked up on is like for instance like during the uk elections there was this big thing like the left has an anti-semitism problem and it's like interesting is it the left or interesting is you know what's funny like i don't really identify as a leftist but that i that bothered me right i mean because again it's that act of like leveraging um, a sort of moral framework against an entire group of people. But I think that, like, my response to that is, like, well, everyone kind of has an anti-Semitism problem because, like, we were raised, like, in, like, anti-Semitic societies or, like, with anti-Semitic, like, assumptions. That's interesting. I didn't hear anything anti-Semitic until I was, like, 16. Like, I wasn't... Not consciously, maybe, but, like... But how do you be unconsciously... Anti- I believe that you're on something, but, like, I'm trying to think of how someone like would be... Like, there's certain stereotypes that are, like, that of Jewish people, like, that they're cheap or whatever. That's, like... People used to always say that in, like, high school and stuff. Like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, just hurtful... Like, things that, like, are tied back to, like, other oppressive things or whatever. Um, but... I mean, I don't know. This is not a podcast about anti-Semitism, and I'm not, like, <laughs> an expert on it. My point was more just, like, it's not a phenomenon that's based on a political, um, like, one political group. It's, like, a human the leverage, phenomenon. The leveraging of space. Like, everyone, like, you f- you're going to find racists uh, yeah. on every yeah, side. Yeah. You're going to find sexists everywhere. Like, I can tell you that I found a ton of it on the left. Um, and a ton of it everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's just... It's I've never seen any sexism. No, just kidding. Yeah, actually, no, I no. haven't either. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so we're going to be um, finishing strong, like, athletes. Oh, yeah. yeah that's um, yep. I think sports are great. I'm glad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really, like... Uh, yeah, we both... Or, no, you you have a game today. I have a game. I had a Come lovely see workout. It. Fed. Yeah, Mila goes so hard. We didn't even introduce ourselves. I'm Ken Clark, and this is Mila Garayev. Yeah, hi. Um, uh, <laughs> PhD. I don't have a PhD. Fuck! I always mix that up. Master's. master's and PhD. <laughs> um, Damn. Hopefully, we'll get a PhD soon. Um, if anyone from the admissions from the school that applied is listening, um. Please take me. The finest young mind. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we both uh, we both love to uh, love to move. Sometimes. Love to jam. Your your work ethic is incredible. I have months where I just sit on the couch and eat nachos, but you go every day. I you know people talk us through. Like <laughs> people are always like, it's oh, I'm so impressed by like your work routine. I'm like, I I think I just do it because if I didn't, I'd like have major depression <laughs> that's good but it's still impressive thanks y- you um, and R- you and ryan both work so hard 
we both like to like push our bodies and I your minds there's, there's like a thrill to that for us dudes but yeah. uh lifting weights in anime so yeah, I, I, w- I watched my first anime. Death Note, right? Yeah. You still refer to it as like your first anime. That's so funny. I haven't watched any more since then, but I I thought it was excellent. Um, I'm like curious really if you'd like a, a Ghibli movie. Like me, you Jessica watch a Ghibli movie. Okay, I'm curious. Ghibli. Someone might criticize me for saying it wrong, but no. but but um. It's the Arabic pronunciation would be like Ghibli. I think it <laughs> is an Arabic word that yeah, he it is. yeah. It's like my last name. That he shamelessly lifted. Um, but yeah, it's like I I watched my first anime and like I, I was, it was very like deeply philosophical and like yeah. it really got me, really made me think. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this is. There's really something good. in that anime stuff. I felt like really emotionally invested it's in it. It's not just actually. big old titties. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. Um, you should watch a Ghibli. I I have failed to be into anime. I feel like a failed weeb. Like I can't. Well, these days it's so weird. I've tried so much. I tried Have everything. You no, I I like to joke about it. it's such a fun you know. It is a good riff. Movie. Yeah. I um I find that like I do out love of all the people though. that like hate on me on Twitter. The most that do are people with anime. But I, I'd be curious to see how many people have anime profile. Like if it's I'm like forty so percent of Twitter. That like are by someone with an anime profile. Dude, when I start talking, hearing about lists, it gets crazy. Yeah, I uh, anyone. Can we talk okay, about like yeah, Antifa lists? Any of you put a list, like online, like you're creep. Well, you're think. playing with fire. It's like if you go to Fortran and be like, "Yo, fuck this person up." Like, it's not a good idea. Yeah, it's not good. Just don't make and, like, lists. People are making watch lists of like professors. Yeah. Um, have oh, you heard of Canary Mission? No, I think you told me about oh it. Oh my, it scares me, and like I hope they don't listen to this and put me on there. But, but that's the thing. I had. To, I feel like you have to step into the public eye. Yeah, but the thing about Canary Mission is like everyone that's on it is either like Arab or black and sometimes mm. Jewish. And it's we'll like put me on it. What? <laughs> they won't put you on it. Invite me to the cook. Discrimination <laughs> against white guys. Yeah, damn it. Um, what do I have to say to get on the Canary Mission? Oh what does the name mean? But it's just like they just put like critics of Israel. And, like, you know some what's people what if are what if there's an AI like th- that will analyze this if we put it on YouTube and we'll get like Canary Mission and put us on some kind of like someone might be monitoring the whole internet with incredible technology and bandwidth. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like there's there's some kind of hidden AI able to analyze like the the amount of data that is like every day on the internet and someone is keeping the good shit to blackmail people or just for, like, some other nefarious... I mean, with data collecting, it's kind of o- more obvious, but, mm-hmm. dude, it's crazy to think what could be happening. Right right now, it? as we record, some w- there could be a virus on your computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ken's oh. giving you guys, like, the the baked Joe Rogan takes totally sober. I I think <laughs> this is incredibly in- interesting shit. No, I do. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm s- I've meant it as a It's possible. entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But... But yeah, no, I don't think Joe understands computers. Canary Mission is like it's like stuff like that. Like it really, um, like or the Adam Waffen list. I mean, those are crazy. Dude, that sounds crazy. What the fuck's an Adam? Adam Waffen. They like take down people in like Antifa and like they uh, like or not just Antifa. Just like they put like prominent leftists, usually like racialized leftists. Um, there. I think to talk to these people. Adam Waffen. Yeah. I mean, you can. Do, I'm not gonna talk. Well, <laughs> maybe he'll look at my 
positionality and like listen They're to me. Not Adam, like Atom Waffen. It's like a German. Oh, German Nazi. I, but I want to see these people in a room. You yeah. know what I mean? And like have I a. I mean, I think you could do some good. I want to. I want to because I. Like it. It should be you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> it would scare me. So what do I like? Put it like I'm a honeypot, the alt right. Like what? start a yeah, you can start a forum and like just. <laughs> and then, but just like nicely invite them to like yeah. a meeting room and then have a conversation. And can de-radicalize the old right. <laughs> In theory, it's easy. Yeah. Because like I understand a lot of their frustrations. Yeah. That's a hot take, but uh, you know what I mean. But it's just like, well, just chill. No, it's, it can't be that easy. Yeah. Can't just be like just chill. Not. And I think like, but I think like you know it's good that like some people like like you are like willing to like even talk to them because like mm-hmm. you know it's like it's probably very tiring for we're just solving the alt right dad <laughs> oh hey just we'll just um so <laughs> wait anyway, let, okay. let's 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 end this on it together okay. um should we do a song no 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 okay <laughs> <laughs> should we do a countdown from 10 okay 10 9 Eight, okay, why are we seven, doing this? We can just six, say bye. Sh- five, four, four, 